Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one humble page of Talmud every day. Because on today's pages, Nadarim 54 and 55, we are treated to a masterclass in humility. Have a listen. Rava said to him that it means, Once a person renders himself like a wilderness, deserted before all, the Torah is given to him as a gift, as it is stated, and from the wilderness, matana, or gift. And once it is given to him as a gift, God bequeaths it to him, as it is stated, and from matana, nahalir. And once God bequeaths it to him, he rises to greatness, as it is stated, and from nahalir, bamot, which are elevated places. And if he elevates himself and is arrogant about his Torah, the Holy One, blessed be he, degrades him, as it is stated, and from bamot, the valley. And not only is he degraded, but one lowers him into the ground, as it is stated, and looking over the face of the wasteland, like a threshold that is sunken into the ground. And if he reverses his arrogance and becomes humble, the Holy One, blessed be he, elevates him. A lesson that our glory comes not from our own actions or perceptions, but rather from Hashem, and that whenever we Lose track of that fact whenever we lose our humility, our humbleness. Well, the Lord has ways of putting us back in our place. Here to discuss this lesson is one of my favorite rabbis, teachers, writers, humans. Rabbi Diana Fersco, how are you? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me. A pleasure to have you back on the show. And and tell me, were you as blown away by this passage as I was? Absolutely. But I sort of feel like you've dialed the wrong number. Because I have to be honest, I don't totally understand humility in Judaism. (laughs) (laughs) I've always felt like there's, yes, this call to be humble here and in other places. But at the same time, there's this need to be wildly chutzpahdik. So I don't know. For me, it's not about humility only. You know, I I think of Moshe, of course, famously humble, but also like he kills the Egyptian. He lives to 120. He's Moshe Rabbeinu. I think of of Avram, who famously, you know, is the first Jew and is known to describe himself as dust and ashes, but also like, you know, he's a negotiator and he just isn't like... I don't think humility is actually his number one trait. And the list goes on and on of these biblical characters that, yes, are humble and described as such in some ways, but also are fiercely devoted to like action, behavior, leadership, and go so far as to challenge God itself. So I don't know what to make of it, Liel. It's like, yes, be humble, be humble, but also have wild chutzpah at the exact same time. Okay, it's the Jewish path of Zen, and I love it. But but here's kind of a counter question or a counter argument, because, you know, we're Jews. When you read something like this, just for the merit of the logic of always remembering that whenever things are going very well, uh, whenever we were chutzpahdik and did the thing and rose to the occasion— to just remember that it's not an invitation, let alone a license, right? To go ahead and say, okay, well, uh, now I've arrived. I'm just the greatest and it's going to stay like this because no one could ever challenge me because I did the thing. Is Does that make a little more sense? 
Absolutely. You know, I, I think part of what this passage is about is not giving yourself too much credit and to make yourself like the wilderness. You know, it, it's about like for me, the wilderness is kind of about that sense of, you know, being a little lost and living with disorientation, the idea that the Israelites, you know, couldn't even identify which day Shabbat was in the wilderness. There's a sense of, you know, things being beyond human control, Bamidbar. And I think that's part of what this passage is suggesting, that in order to rise up and be elevated and receive revelation, we must first exist that a major part of the human condition is to be in that wilderness. Amen la. Let us all be like the wilderness, empty and dusty and sun-scorched, but ready to receive whatever bounties come our way. Rabbi Diana Fersco, thank you so much for being our guest. My pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scaramuccia, Mark Oppenheimer, and Sarah Fedmanator. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at takeone.fyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. <laughs>